you look so much like your dad. The family resemblance is amazing. And I, I could swear, if you didn't have all that full head of hair and that nice blonde color, I'd swear you were your dad. podcast and people of the king yeah i am liking that hey this is your host tom baldwin of the sanguine podcast sanguine is basically a word which those of you that listen the definition means people or it's more like a position of being optimistic during dark and tumultuous times and so as people of faith as followers of jesus that can be our default position because we don't necessarily look at the world as the sum of the parts. We look at this world and everything that's going on and we add God into it. And so we can have a positive outlook. And for those of you, this is kind of an antiquated statement. We know the end of the story. It is true. But we don't have to wait for the end to be winners because Jesus said, yes, one of my favorite scriptures, it talks about the evil dude, but it also talks about Jesus. And it says, okay, and it's the heart of the Father and the Holy Spirit also, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And so the Sanguine Podcast is embracing that which Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Father talked about through scriptures. We can have a positive outlook because what God is for us. Two, God is after us, okay? Not in a scary, I'm going to get you way, but in like, hey, come on in. You know, there's there's good stuff here for you. So anyway, welcome. I so appreciate you, all of you that are faithful listeners and faithful in just uh, building community, building people up and sharing the truth of your faith and welcoming people into an adventure. I'm this community is amazing, and so your support of me, your feedback to me, boy, sometimes brings tears to my eyes, and I so appreciate that. And I know, yes, we all know that you don't agree with me 100% of the time. Thank God for that, okay? We need independent thinkers and iron sharpen iron. As you've seen in this podcast, I have changed my opinion about things, and I appreciate that input. So keep being who you are. Keep growing in your love relationship with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. And if you're a guy, it's like, I don't really like when you say that kind of stuff, Tom. It feels feels weird. All right, continue on with your adventure with the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, that, that's more like what it really is. And yeah, we have that, you know, we have that thing. And it's like, a, hey, we're all a little different and we're all on some level of comfortable in how we express our emotions. As I get older, I care less, okay? And my other podcasts were... I'm a little more loose, and those of you that listen are just going to be like, dude, you're way too loose. Occasionally, I slip, and yeah, well, <laughs> you're just like, doesn't sound like you slipped. You were kind of intentional. Yes, it's just unintelligent speech, and so, yes, what what am I admitting around that? Well, you just draw to the logical conclusions. Hey, so, Tom, yep, I am, gosh, and I have to apologize to you guys, you sanguine community. I have so neglected putting out content and those of you that are faithful listeners that are still out there thank you so much for listening and and picking it back up as i'm trying desperately to get caught up with some content and not just plowing out content but bringing you good content from what i'm learning what i'm experiencing and the things i'm going through in my life i guess that's experiencing so you say the same thing twice yes i do and yes i listen to my own podcasts and i know that i have still work to do and and being clear actually I read a transcript of a podcast, and I was like, dude, when are you going to learn how to finish this sentence, okay? <laughs> yes, I know. So thankful, thank you for all of the, for those of you out there that have been faithful listeners, and I get caught up. Thank you for going back and picking up those episodes, because I'm just kind of releasing them as, as I get them caught up. And so I really appreciate you. And those of you that support me at sanguinefaith.com, 
thank you so much. I do. It, it's such an encouragement to me. You know, even, you know, those few bucks, sometimes five, 10, 15 is so helpful because yes, maybe it's not a huge sacrifice on your side. Maybe it is. But for me, it just says, keep going, dude. Appreciate what you're doing. It just, I just can't tell you how much it means. It's not so much about the amount. It's about that you do that. You take the time to do it. You take the time to email me. I appreciate that. And so you can find that at sanguinefaith.com. I'm actually going to start coming out with some new uh, merchandise. My brother is, is coming on board to help with some designs, and he is very talented. So we'll have some exciting stuff coming up. So look for that in the next couple months. Hopefully, you know, it'll be available before Christmas. Might make some good Christmas presents. You know, my kids the other day, I was wearing some of the stuff that I designed, which I don't think is that awesome. And they're like, dude, dad, I would totally wear that. Man, can, can I have one of those? So yes, they want me to buy clothing, but they would actually wear it. And so those of you that have teenagers and young adults, that is actually saying quite a bit. So I'm pretty excited about that. So the email, you want to email me. Yeah, I appreciate it. 406bigt at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. And then one of the best ways to help get this podcast out there is through... Yes, rating it. You can go to sanguinefaith.com, sanguinefaith.com, getting it confused with some of my other podcasts. Yes, I do three in total. Um, and you can rate it there. That's super helpful. You can rate it on Pandora, much simpler rating system there. And you can rate it on Apple Podcasts. And so super helpful. Rate it helps just give me some more visibility out there. And so really grateful. So let's get in to today's podcast and uh, just talk about, I've been on this thing, uh, I shouldn't say this thing, this line of thinking as us, as part of a supernatural family and what that means. And yes, part of that was that I am from the king. I am here on his behalf. Okay. What does God do? His kingdom come. His kingdom is one of justice and righteousness. So he overrules justice. It's been powerful in my life and I've been trying to move into that. Okay, it is, I tell you, and I have got really, and I use this analogy, I think it's true, I've got really lukewarm. And you're just like, how can you really get lukewarm? It's like, well, I've been here a while. And so, and it's got really comfortable. It feels nice. It's not too cold. It's not too hot, you know. And so the whole lifestyle and belief system, and I haven't faced necessarily what I feel like are a lot of trials lately. So life's been kind of good. And so, in this whole season, being prompted by the Holy Spirit and, and Him like revealing to me who I am and what I'm a part of, I'm not just part of like, you know, some club. And the club that I'm getting closest to right now is, you know, AARP. And I hate, <laughs> oh, I'm still young, virile, and potent. Okay. Um, but the truth is, and I'm getting older, and when you belong to a club like that, it's kind of like this lukewarm club. There are some benefits, but the benefits really aren't that great. You know, they want you to join and pay dues, and so there's there's not a huge commitment, but there's not a huge reward. And the Holy Spirit is saying, you are not a part of a club like that. You are part of a family. We are blood together now, okay? Like those blood brothers, our blood courses, the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father's blood courses through my veins now, okay? Not literally, or maybe literally, you know? Who knows what 
the spiritual, you know, conversion process is. If that, I believe it does affect our physiology, but, you know, there's not necessarily been any science behind that. But the reality is, and the legal aspect of this is, like a, a legal adoption here in, you know, the United States or in other countries, that you are now legally part of that family. And so all the rights and benefits of that family are yours. And so that is what has happened. And so, I am part of a supernatural family, okay? The expectation is that there are supernatural things. But my lifestyle lately, and maybe you can relate, I suspect that there are those that can relate. And you've been like me, you know, you've, gosh, how do, how do I put this? Um, gosh, so it isn't so discouraging, okay? Because the aspect is, is that I can remember being an early Christian, like, when I was 18, okay, yes, I'm 54, is that right? 54 now, you had to count on my fingers there, okay? <laughs> 54 now, and then when I was 18, I had similar feelings and passions, and, and back then, remembering going gung-ho and then falling flat on my face, and that happening multiple times in my life, and without being discouraged, it's like, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking now, well, isn't that just going to happen again? But here's the thing. Okay, as being part of this supernatural family, in those seasons, I did see the miraculous things that could not be explained outside other than God's intervention. Okay, yes. And so, and I think a lot of times that excitement, it was human fleshly, and I pressed it. And so, in this season, where now it's like I'm understanding my identity as a family, and what today's episode is about is that we are, okay, even though, you know, we've been grafted into this family. And so as we make that choice, and those of you that have listened to previous episodes know how you get into this family, and it's basically understanding that feeling you have when you don't get things right, okay? Guilt, shame, remorse about what you've done, and feeling like you need to do works to make up for that and wondering if those works ever were enough. When Jesus came and says, hey, I want to give my life for those mistakes that you made to make good on those, okay? Because there is consequences and judgment that scriptures talk about that. And we know that in our conscience and how we feel that. And that even as kids, when we're disciplined, when we do wrong things, it is easier to overcome that because it's like, yes, I received the just punishment. I can move on. And it's kind of this cleansing. Well, Jesus came to do that for us. What makes him different? Well, he proved that he had the power to do it by rising from the dead. And there are all instances that where he forgave sins and that's for, forgiveness of sins were just like tied with healing and the miraculous proving that God had the ability in Jesus to do that. And so we are part of this family. And so those of you that want to get into this family is accepting that and just you know, in your own way, going through that and say, yeah, Jesus, I feel the guilt and shame. I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. This repentance is turning from that, confessing and turning. We have all these Christian lingo words that are actually pretty simple, but not necessarily understood. And then we say, yes, I want what you're offering, accepting, okay, then you are in the family. And the scriptures talk about how we are sons and daughters, okay, in the season and the passionate mistakes that I've made in the past are a couple thinking that I needed to keep God's reputation up by being miraculous, okay? And those of you that have walked this walk for a while and had similar experiences know that you don't want to 
And it's this weird, I don't necessarily know how to explain it, but we need to act on God's behalf so he's not embarrassed. The truth is we need to act on God's behalf because we don't want to embarrass because if we actually pray for somebody that has recently died to be rose from the dead and they don't, we're pretty embarrassed, okay? And we're chagrined and all those like red face, different emotions and expressions that happen when it appears that we get it wrong, okay? And so we feel like we need to cover for God, but we're really covering for ourselves. And I know people that have done that. I really haven't had the opportunity to pray for someone that has died, that they would come back. I did watch my dad die. One of the things, and you can criticize if you, this if you want, but those of you that have been around this probably understand I knew it was time for him to go and he wanted to be with his savior and the comforter and his father, his desires. He did not want to come back. And so that's part of another thing about being supernatural. And I referenced in this, you know, in that we look like our family, okay? Because we have genetic makeup and their spiritual genetics. And so we have the DNA and the genetics of our supernatural family. You know, the Holy Spirit that's often his or her work, okay, is often equated with that of a mother, a comforter, you know, a helper. And the father, obviously, with the father in Jesus, you know, the scriptures say he's closer than a brother, you know, he is the rescuer, the savior. We have their DNA in us. We have their resemblance. And so we are supernatural. And when I was younger, I thought that that, you know, I guess I understood it on a rudimentary level. Is that, okay, yeah, you know, I've just joined this Christian club. And part of it is, you know, because I read those popular scriptures, you know, where Jesus says, you'll do greater things than me. And we look at the life of the disciples and we see his disciples performing miracles. And it's like, oh, now I'm part of this club, you know, boom, I get it. Well, I didn't get it. In that time, I did see miracles, okay? Not on the level and intensity that even close to what Jesus referenced, and then as I've grown older, grown more mature, and even this last week in John, you know, and reading some of the other gospels, just seeing scriptures, you know, about Jesus performing miracles. But then there's a scripture where Jesus could not perform miracles because there's a lack of faith and realizing that there are components that come into that. And what's really interesting as I'm, as I'm growing older and I feel like God's given me a lot of wisdom to develop this idea. And I think part of my calling is to share it because this idea grows. And as it grows, it builds this faith base, okay? Not this program base, but this faith base that begins to build, you know, part of when Jesus came, there's Tom not finishing sentences again, but this faith base that builds, that creates an atmosphere of power, like supernatural, like static supernatural electricity in the air that can be accessed. And so when, you know, a lightning strike is ready to strike, you know, you can feel it in the air and it's ready for that flash. And so the supernatural and the miraculous preparing that atmosphere, when Jesus came, the people were ready, not necessarily for Jesus, but a savior, a Messiah, a rescuer, a deliverer, okay? Because they were oppressed. You know, we often read the New Testament and forget that Israel, the Israelites were an occupied people, okay? They lived as captives in their own state, their own cities, their own home. And so tensions were high and they were ready 
for somebody like Jesus. Matter of fact, those of us and those of you that have studied the scriptures know, and the scriptures state this, that there were many that have come before the lead rebellions. And, you know, some of them were fairly successful because the people, they were ready for that. There was an intensity and a belief that the fulfillment of those Old Testament scriptures would come about. And it was time because could it get any worse? And some of us are even saying that today. Could it get any worse. And I'm thinking, you know, where are the people of the king? Where are the people that I read about in the Bible? Because I don't see them at these large gatherings that are called church and church services or even revivals. I'm not seeing the people of the king, the overrulers of injustice. Now, let's just take it a step further and begin to tie this into this episode. Okay, we are, and if you join this family, the sons and daughters, okay? The rights of the family are ours, okay? The giftings of the family and the genetics. Like if you're in a family and you, one of the things in this family is like you won the genetic lottery as far as youthful age. And as you age, you just, your complexion stays well. You don't have wrinkles. You have those genetics because of who your father and mother are and the way they were combined. Well, in the spiritual DNA, you have the genetics of your father. Okay, some of you are, this is like, wow, you're, Tom, you're stretching it. Okay, we're grafted in. And Jesus even says, you know, in the Old Testament, I, I knit and formed you in your womb. And so those places in us were already pre-created. At least my belief is they were already there as Jesus knitted, waiting for us to meet him and come into his family. And so when we meet Jesus, we have this epigenetic switching going on, okay? All those genes in us that were knit and formed in us, when we come into that family, when we get grafted in, we have a spiritual epigenetic, like, all of these switches switch, okay? Pretty dang cool, that imagery. And, you know, uh, well, my phone's going off here. I'll probably have to look at it. Unknown caller. That's got on some call list here, so leave the little phone thing behind there. Um, but we have the spiritual DNA and we are creating this atmosphere. Tom got just a little bit lost. Let's see. He's going to try to get on track. And wow, I'm kind of going along here. So I'm going to try to wrap it up because this is part of another episode also. And I'll continue to bring these points in. But the, the point of it is, as we are part of the supernatural family, we bear those things of our Father and the Holy Spirit and Jesus, the supernatural, okay, is part of who we are called to be. And so I'm going to get into this in the next episode and how faith plays in a critical role of this and belief plays a critical role. But to begin to walk into this, okay, chances are you're not just going to walk out of your house after you listen to the episode, I am from the king, and say, I am from the king. I'm here on his behalf to overrule injustice and really have much of anything happen, okay? I feel like there needs to be more building blocks. Now, if it does happen, I'm going to say you probably have already had those building blocks in place and the things in your life have prepared you for that. And when you heard that statement, your spirit just initially incredibly and deeply engage with that and praise God. Okay. But we want to pick this apart because this is a season where we need the impossible, the supernatural people, the rulers over rulers of injustice to come forth. And I think this coming forth takes 
intentionality. Okay. We have to have intention and we need to have actions. We need to have words and we need to have beliefs to get there. So as we move into this and just remember this episode that when you're in the family, okay, if you just did it at the beginning of this episode, wow, awesome. Okay. You have all that epigenetic switching going on because Jesus the Father and the Holy Spirit, they did knit you in the womb. And their desire is that you would come and join this family, okay? You are already part of God's creation, but when you join the supernatural family, okay, when you cross, well, what would we say at the barrier, the 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 cap the the canyon of uh self-reliance and I can do this to wow, I don't often get it right, but I'm gonna make the right choice here, okay? the power to make the right choice and always getting it right are two incredibly different things with two incredibly different results. So next episode, we're going to directly, I'm just going to tell you, I don't often do that because quite honestly, I don't often know, but we're going to dive into, and by the way, you know, these episodes that I don't necessarily reference scriptures is because I'm doing more of a conceptual thing. You can look up heirs, sons and daughters of God, all that stuff you can find in a search bar and it can give you the scriptures and it would be super helpful for you to go there and not just hear this teaching, but experience this teaching for yourself and know that you are grafted in and God sees you as a son and daughter and that you are part of the supernatural family. There are some, I think all the things that are worthwhile are worth some effort. And when we get spoon fed everything, it doesn't become ours. Okay. Part of what I do here is to spur you to go get it for yourself and to make it your own so you are strong and fortified, okay? All right, my friends. Hey, I so appreciate you. You're just like, dude, are you going to tell us what you're going to talk about? Yes, we're just going to talk about building the atmosphere of belief, building the foundations of faith and how that plays into really what is our inheritance? Really, what are we called to do. So it's going to be a really fun episode. And so, hey, I so appreciate you. Let me just pray for you. Holy Spirit, will you just bless my friend's socks off this week? I do declare your favor over them, just your unmerited favor. I declare your goodness over them, that they would feel your goodness. I declare your restoration over them. And I declare over them an awakening of their identity in you, Holy Spirit, with you, Father, and with you, Jesus. And uh, friends, <laughs> yeah, I so appreciate you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.